1: Welcome along to, uh, to this week's podcast, a sad and sorry sight we are it's in a, here.
0: It's an FA Cup special, it's isn't it? It's an FA Cup special. <laughs> yes this time was. last
1: week we were all full of optimism going into the, uh, the FA Cup fourth qualifying round, not the fourth round as it said on the programme, if only it was the fourth <laughs> round, the fourth qualifying round against Woking.
0: Or, as it said in the programme... Woking Town.
1: Woking Town. <laughs> All
0: right.
1: Now, now, everyone. Calm down. But, funnily enough, I've just noticed there's a little scrap of paper here in the in the room that we use as a studio, and one of us has scribbled on there, another Woking is not acceptable. And that was after <laughs> the league match. That was,
0: Woking. yeah. I remember writing that, actually. And
1: exactly the same thing has happened to us twice more. It,
0: it wasn't as bad as the league match. No. But, no, I agree. And what you're referring to, of course, is the fact that United... Led three times at half time against mm-hmm. Woking, once in the league match and in each of the two cup ties, and managed to lose two of them and draw the one I at Wimbledon. The mm. moment um, that was highlighted on the radio by you yourself and and the, the commentator, it kind of felt like all. Yeah. You know, is that is that the moment it changes? I don't know. But well, it, I'm not saying you're to blame, Dave. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I don't mind being blamed for this. <laughs> yeah. well, um, we,
1: we can talk about the wider business of, of Talkie's first half, second half, Jekyll and Hyde kind of performances that we've seen over the last few weeks. Let's talk about the specifics of Woking's, uh, particularly last Saturday, because I thoroughly enjoyed that first half.
0: Yeah. It, I, as, I thought United, in, in the, for the second half of the first half, if you like, yeah. I mean, obviously they took the lead very early on. Uh, and then I thought Woking started doing to us exactly what they'd done in the league game up there and the two full backs coming and Caprice the attacking right back, getting crosses here and I thought, here we go again but Mm. we got through that spell and then I think some of the football United played up to half time was A, very pleasing on the eye and and really good football moving the ball quickly uh, play the way you're facing one and two touch stuff and Woking were chasing shadows for a little while but of course not for the first time this season United didn't get the second goal and I'm sure if they'd got a second goal during that spell uh, we'd all be sitting uh, planning a trip to Stockport now but (laughs) they didn't Uh, uh, they they created (laughs) one good chance just after half time which quite a few people forget Sam Chaney knocked the ball through for Brett Williams and Mm. he did everything right he hit the Mm. target and the keeper made a great save low to his right but from then on um, uh, Gary Hill the working manager who who, uh, you know you knew what he was going to do Uh, sent Anthony Edgar on on the left on the left hand side Um, uh, Kevin Nicholson took a man Verma off because I think he was concerned that Verma uh, uh, Verma had who's had a a sort of tight hamstring if that's how many times we hear that in football these days not just a talkie Um, uh, and put Joe Ward Ward on at right back Um, and you know it was it was almost one-way traffic mm. from then on, wasn't it? And uh, and United seemed to, you know, managers and not just Kevin Nicholson, but but they often talk in sort of phrases that we get to know very well, don't they? And this business of defending from the front is is, is one, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, and I'm not looking to sort of you know no, nobody wants to particularly criticise the United strikers over anybody else, but United do have a problem holding the ball up. Yeah, you know, uh, um, uh, one of the great things about the team that uh, um, Martin Ling had with Kevin Nicholson at left back was the number of times they won one nil during the course of that season and you had René Howe up front mm. René Howe could hold off two centre-halves liked playing with his back to goal actually <laughs> wasn't great going the other way um, but United seemed to be able to hold on to the ball um, now you are talking about Juninho Kane and Danny Stevens and yeah, people slightly like that. Yeah, exactly, team, you're talking about yeah. you know better quality players. But until United, United start to develop a, 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 a belief and an understanding that it doesn't that 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 the ball occasionally goes over the top, and yeah. I I think Blissit, I think he works hard. Honestly, I do. I, I think he he's, I think he you're right. he may not yeah. be happening yeah. for him, and it, and he. You know, he wins the ball in the air most of the time. Although United are hardly getting very seldom getting anybody on the end. Of he it. wins the ball in the air, but there's no one there to receive it. There you it. are. You're
1: not playing close enough yeah, to him. Are no, I? no.
0: And and the other thing is that when Jamie Reed has been in the team, you know, and I and I can understand to a certain extent. You know, we all know Brett Williams is the best finisher in the club, full stop. And and he's probably one of the best finishers we've seen mm. for a little while. But this is ugly football we're often having to play here. And. A ball over the top and keep it turning their defence and playing in their half of the pitch requires somebody to chase that ball mm. and, and either hold it up themselves or force corners and free kicks and, yeah. and throw-ins and all that kind of stuff. And Jamie Reid, of course, you know, has been you know, a bit better bet in that you know, um, department it, than yeah. Williams. Um, and, and, and United just don't have this either ugly or attractive way of keeping the ball. And and the more that and on Tuesday night they gave it away over and over and over again, yeah. And 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 it's and it's often it's because it's not because they are absolutely dreadful footballers. It's because the decision making we, we come back to that again moments, and again, don't we? I mean, you know, you sound like a bit of an old drone, but it, it, it's it's just amazing and and how you get that out of them. Whether, whether, you know, modern young managers like Kevin Nicholson uh, um, often say, and you have to hold your hand up and go along with it Sometimes you cannot hammer them like you used to, you cannot get nasty with them like you used to. And I I, I understand that. I do get it, and, uh, you know, as old and decrepit as I am. But the number of managers I've also heard say over the last few years, after the event and when they've left, who say... I wish I'd got stuck into them more than, more than I yeah. did at the time. Um, and the other great point, and we'll, we, we've now come to somebody who we flagged up in the paper this week, um, uh, John Gittins. Those old-time players in, in, a, in a team, and it's not just the fact that they were older and it happened before, because I'm sure they're still around. Those players who actually do the manager's job for them in the dressing room are not, they aren't happening. And then we referred, didn't we, earlier this week, to the piece that Gary Monk, Mm. ex-player of this parish, now managing Leeds United, and his uh, um, sadness that part of the problem with the English game and academies particularly at Premier League level and also presumably at Championship level, is simply not producing players made of the right stuff. Not state. producing leaders. They're not producing it? leaders. That was the point he was making. He, he, he actually looked back in the interview uh, uh, on his time as he grew up at Plainmore <laughs> under Paul Compton um, uh, uh, and how fierce it used to be but you look back on it now and think i wouldn't have been without it no. because because of what it taught him and 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 in fact he, he flagged up the point that there are now premier league academy players of 20 and 21 years old who have not kicked a ball in the first team and in his phrase who have property portfolios and new <laughs> cars parked in the in the, in the car park.
1: that's crazy isn't and it? and
0: he said yeah. that is encapsulates what's wrong and 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 that's why more and more of these Premier League managers are going abroad to sign players, mm. and it's it's something. It's horrible to be told things like this, isn't it? It makes you feel as if we're second class and we're not good enough, and it's a it's a difficult old message to, to get. But we've got to get it because there is an element of truth in it. These people, these all these people can't be saying it, and they're all wrong. You know, it's just right. this. Uh, um, you know, actually, and years gone by. Here we go at the risk of sounding like an old fart. Years gone by. Can you say that guy? He, he can. We'll let him. Yeah. yeah. Go Years on, gone yeah. by. <laughs> it wasn't just the Kevin Nicholson's and the Chris Hargreaves and the Martin Lings and everybody saying to it. If you had somebody like Gittins or Gary Monk or who was sitting next to you in the dressing room and you'd done something wrong out on the pitch and they lent to you and say, "If you ever do that again, you know, I'll punch you into the middle next week," or I'll, you know, yeah. something not, not literally physical sort of stuff, but you know, enough to you didn't do it and you learned and. You learnt as an 18-years-old. You could be the next Lee Sharp, the next Lionel Messi, but when you went into somebody's first team in a lower division team and probably even higher up, you went around and you ran your backside off for 70 minutes doing exactly what you were told, and then with 20 minutes to go, you suddenly find yourself in a bit of space. Tired leg. Yeah. Your, your, cl- yeah. your ability clicks in. Yeah. You look one way, pass it another. Going through a score and everybody—you walk off at the other. Everybody puts their arm around your shoulder. Oh, you, God, you played absolutely brilliantly today. They all forgot <laughs> the first seventy minutes when all you did was run around yeah. and did and did your job properly. Mm. And gradually, and it goes. Oh, that's how you play football, is it? And yeah. That's a big part of, of where we appear to be going wrong. I feel like I've just listened to a Reef lecture. Oh, 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 it hasn't sounded that bad, has it? It's interesting.
1: There's a lot to discuss there. We'll come to some more of it in the second half. That first half has raced away with us, as all good games do. Stick around. Join us after the break.